This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's issue, trusting your gut. Ooh, my head, is, is that my head or is that my gut? Right, right, right. So how, do, how can we tell the difference? That is a hard one. Because um, even people that are intuitive, we still get help from other people. Like, I don't, I, but we're just, I think, a little bit more in tune than, than the rest. You know what I mean? But um, usually what I like to do is I'm very big on, on kind of journaling and kind of connecting with myself and really just kind of seeing what, what does it feel like. Because if you don't, if you don't make that connection on a daily basis, then that's when you're going to be blocked. But once mm. the more you connect with yourself, like I, I like to, I like to meditate and then journal. Because once you meditate, you kind of open up the floodgates, so to speak. And then when you journal, sometimes I look back at my journal and I'm like, wow, I wrote that. Wow, that looks like some Shakespeare stuff. <laughs> you have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com slash Audible. I love the word free. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can get them from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hi, everyone. How many times have you gotten a call from somebody and you say, oh my gosh, I was just going to call you? Or how many times did you have that inkling you shouldn't send that gossipy email in um, and you ended up sending it to the person you were gossiping about? Oh my God, that has happened to me. It's also called karma and it's a whole nother podcast. But, you know, I knew I shouldn't have done it. I did it anyway. Didn't follow my gut. And you know what happened? Try to backtrack, but of course the person always figures it out. Anyway, or in my case, how many times did you ignore your gut screaming at you only to find out years later your partner really wasn't the right person for you? 18 years. Actually, all these things have happened to me and all these situations involved me not trusting my gut, not listening to my intuition, not knowing how. And I'm guessing... This has happened to you at least once. The truth is, our gut never, ever, 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 ever lets us down. Ever. It absolutely has all the answers to every single question. We're trained to go into our head and figure stuff out. But our head can only really analyze the situation, break it down to facts. You know, our gut or our intuition or our third eye or higher self or whatever you want to call it will guide us to what's best for us every single time. It has the answers. Now, the trick is listening to it. Sometimes I honestly don't know the difference between my head or my gut or my butt, and I know that I'm not alone. Today, we're going to go straight to the expert, Simone Kelly, author, motivational speaker, healer. She does a bunch of things. She's going to give us tools to help us hone in on like a satellite into our intuition. Time for Lynn's Confessions. Okay, top three things in my mind today. Number one, I'm remembering when I had a dream that a friend was smoking pot in my garage. That's just not my thing. Pot, okay, no judgment, but it's not for me. And a gut told me uh, to ask my friend if this was true. You know, I had this intuition like, oh, maybe I should ask this person if this is true. Surely this was just a dumb dream, right? So I said to my friend, is this really happening? And my friend said, yes, he was smoking pot in the garage. So I wasn't listening to my intuition so much like totally ignoring my intuition that I had to have a dream. Isn't that crazy? Number two, another thing on my mind, um, I just started making five minutes of imagination time in the morning. That's what I like to call it, imagination time. But I've been doing this lying in bed and then falling back to sleep. So um, 
I'm beginning to think being horizontal isn't a good idea. Maybe I should actually sit up. Uh, okay, third thing on my mind. I went to the grocery store in my pajama bottoms and a trench coat the other day. Trying to be like, I'm going to be me, and I don't care what people think. I don't care if people know me, have judgments. I mean, it's 7 a.m. After I got a few looks from these guys putting pears, stacking pears in the produce section, I kind of regret it. But whatever. I'm trying to be okay with myself. Background check. The background on today's guest, Simone Kelly, is one of those people who does everything. And she does them well. She is a certified law of attraction master. That's another podcast. She is a life coach, uh, certified holistic business coach, not just a regular business coach. She does it holistically, maybe while drinking green tea and founder of the give and take network. Her company is really what caught my actual attention on Instagram. It's called own your power where she teaches clients how to create balance in their lives and probably get their power back. Best of yet, she currently teaches a class called Discover Your Intuition. Woohoo! That's what we're talking about today. Welcome, Simone. Thank you so much for having me, Lynn. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, I always say to really teach something, you have to experience something. So tell me about a time when you did trust your gut. Um, okay. The, the very beginning of, I guess, um, when I started to kind of make the connection of what the signs were of following your gut was when I was about 16 years old and there was a basketball game. Everybody kept talking about, you got to go to this basketball game, celebrity basketball game. I was like, yeah, I want to go. And then I kept hearing it on the radio over and over again. I kept hearing people talk about it over and over again. And I was like, you know what? I, my stomach just had a queasy feeling. And I said, I don't, I don't think I want to go. It's going to be too crowded. It's going to be too crowded. I kept saying. And um, me and my girlfriend decided to go to the movies instead. And I know I was about 17, 16, I, I couldn't drive. We took a taxi. <laughs> I didn't have a, a license yet. This is New York. Um, mm-hmm. You know, down here, you're, you're driving by 14. <laughs> yeah. So we took a cab to the movies. On the way back from the movies, we're turning on the, ra- the, the, the guy j- turned on the radio, and nine people died at the same event. There was a stampede. Um, it was people trying to get in because it was so crowded because they hyped it up so much. I mean, it, this is an example of marketing, you know, causing problems because it was so it was heavily marketed people were fighting to get in pushing pushing to get in they finally got in and it, they you know stampeded people and so you had a feeling in your gut at 16 and you listened to it yeah and that to me when i when i remembered like oh my god people died i could have been there that that said to me okay simone anytime you feel that queasy feeling in your belly you better listen and that's when i knew i had something you know but since a kid, I always saw stuff and felt stuff, but I was always told I was making it up or I'm dreaming or whatever, you know. So that's why I'm very big on telling people that have children to listen to their children. Don't think they're making up everything, you know? Yeah, kids are psychic, for mm-hmm. sure. Very. So what is the benefit in trusting our gut? It saves your life in many, in many cases, but it also... Um, it helps you really make better decisions with relationships, friendships, business decisions. I mean, people think intu- intuition is some kind of hokey thing or, you know, it's, you have to have a, uh, uh, you know, open up a tarot card shop or something. And that's, that's not what it's all about. We all have it. It's not a special superpower. I joke around and call it a superpower, but it's something we all have. We're just a lot of us are afraid of it. Um, and I think what you mentioned earlier, dreams, that's one of the biggest telltale signs when we get dreams to write them down, pay attention to them, because those are like the, the big red flags telling us to pay attention to things that are going to happen. But what, what is the, 
what, why, why a dream? Why can't we just have a thought? <laughs> Are we just so small mind, I guess, that we have to have a dumb dream? Well, it doesn't have to be a dream. There's several different ways you can pick up intuition. Tell me. So I can give you a couple. I call them tr- intuition triggers. Mm-hmm. So when I teach workshops, I actually do a little, diff- a few exercises to help people kind of decipher what, how do they receive it? Because everybody receives things differently. Not everybody sees, some people hear, some people smell. I mean, there's so many different ways that people pick up things. So um, dreams is definitely one of them. I say mm-hmm. I think is one of the top ones. So I tell people to write down the elements of the dream. Um, try to have a notepad by your bed when you wake up because you think you're going to put it in your phone and you're going to have to find the password and do all that other stuff. By the time you do that, you don't oh, forget. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. yeah. By the time you brush your teeth, you forgot. Oh, yeah. Poof, it's gone. So I tell people to you know write down the elements, even though your hand writing might look like a crazy person mm-hmm. <laughs> when you read it, mm-hmm. write down what it is because it usually has some sort of sign telling you um, whether it's like, I'll give you an example. Water is related to your life. So if the water's murky or you're, you're drowning in the water, that's usually something going on in your life. If the water's clear or you're floating, it's a good sign. I used to have dreams of floating a lot, and that's actually really good. That's What's the message there? Floating is prosperity, success. Was like, it accurate? Was that Very coming? accurate. I, I, I had a dream last night about, sorry, uh-oh. poop. <laughs> Isn't the dumbest dream with my Were hands you in it? it? I was. Oh my god! I'm oh. so sorry for everybody. But, but I was looking at it, and I was like, "God, that's a lot of poop." And I had it in my hands, and I was um, squishing it like cause I, it wouldn't fit in the toilet or it's something. Like it somewhere. It's, that, that's like um, irritation or dealing with um, probably. Mm, and um, I was like w- realizing, oh, this is softer than I thought it would be. <laughs> What I the hell it. is that? Yeah, but to me, that's to me that's probably dealing with like irritation or trying to get rid of shit. Can we curse on podcast? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we can. Okay, so there's meaning yeah. in our dreams. Yeah, always. I think pretty much always, but sometimes you know you you don't have to take it exactly literally. So let's say you have a dream about your friend Betty. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean it's about Betty. It might be the elements of who Betty is. You know, it doesn't mean something's gonna happen to Betty. You know, some people think, oh, I dreamt about fish. That means I'm gonna have fish. It might mean you know how they say pregnant or whatever i forget what that fish means but you know like there's elements that you have to look it up i look it up on google i'm i'm very big on dream dream interpretation yeah and there's so many different kinds but you have to sometimes use your intuition (laughs) to Uh. pick which one makes the most sense to you um i used to have i remember having a dream about ants crawling on me and um that freaks me out just even thinking about it but that's irritation that's like thinking of things that's like irritating you Mm. or dealing with distractions um then just ask yourself what am I irritated with? Exactly. Like, what do ants do when they're crawling uh, up? You know, think about mm-hmm. the connection. Um, so is that your intuition talking to you? I, I think it's like a way, it's like a message, yeah, coming through okay. to you. Um, and intuition could be different ways. So, for instance, some people hear a voice. You might hear voices in your head. You might hear your mother's voice. You might think you're crazy. Just don't answer back. <laughs> so, no, I heard, I hear voices in a particular shower. Like that, the pot thing that said, ask them. Oh, weird see God. yeah and it feels weird but you yeah. when you're right it's like i was like spot on it's like how did i know that right so um funny for me i actually um my mom has passed away in 2006 and um when i would when i cook my mom was an excellent cook so when i cook i would hear put a little extra pepper there put some jamaican um put a little bit more curry you know and i'm just like in my head like okay mom do you hear your voice i know in that in that instant i would hear my mother's voice so i I just thought it was just my own little imagination Uh and then one day i got a reading from somebody and she said oh your mother's always around you she loves to help you cook (gasps) and i was like get the heck out of here (laughs) 
Wow. So that was like confirmation for me, you know? Yes, validation yeah. to listen to that voice. It was so hilarious to me. But, you know, and like I, I, I picture her around me. I feel her around me. But And I dream about my mother. Whenever I have my mother in a dream, I usually don't always see her three-dimensional. I, I feel her next to me. I know it's her. But when she's around, I know that it's something in the dream I need to pay attention to. It's like her giving me a message oh. like, hey, Simone, you better listen up. You know what I mean? One other really important element in dreams that I want to bring back is um, transportation. So if you're dreaming about being in a car, on a plane, um, depending on how that transportation goes is related to your life as well. So one example I'll give you is when my mom coming in the dream, I was in the car and um, we were driving somewhere and... Um, the guy, this guy I was dating at the time called me and was like, Hey, how you doing? You, you want to get Japanese tonight? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. And then next thing you know, my body just went collapse, collapsed, like pa- uh, paralyzed <laughs> and the car went off into a ditch. <laughs> and this is your dream. This is a dream. Okay. So my mother has passed on. So in the dream, my mother was in the car and all I kept thinking about was, Oh God, I hope my mother's okay. I didn't even think about myself. I was like, I hope my mother's okay. And then I woke up like, whoa, that was a red flag. Do not go out with that guy. Yes. My mom is telling me he's going to jack my life up. Um. <laughs> and sure enough, she was right. I listened to her and I was so happy I did not go that route. Because his life was jacked up. Yeah, he just had issues. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. But that, I mean, come on, driving off the road into a ditch doesn't get more, you know, clearer than that. So think about, think about your life going off. You know. Do you ever think we're really getting, we should do a whole podcast on dreams. <laughs> I know, right? But Sorry. No, no. I love I'm dreams, yeah, me too. Do you ever think dreams are dumb? Because honestly, Simone, I I have a friend who's psychic and he's like, Eileen, you dreams crazy. You need help. And he's psychic. I'm serious. I've had like some crazy ass dreams. Um, well, I mean, everybody's had like a sex dream they with a coworker, for example. Yeah. Like not like full on sex, maybe for okay. me, but but like like you'll and I'll be thinking like, why am I even thinking about that person? That person isn't even attractive to me, right? Right. So I guess you have to look for a deeper meaning, like maybe what's going on with you mm-hmm. in that case, sexually or yes. needs it could not be being that. met. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. But you if believe you're not attracted to them? That is a little weird. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But do you ever have, <laughs> do dreams ever? And I promise everybody who's listening, we'll get back to dreams like that. <laughs> Dreams ever? Um, are they ever a message for somebody else? I've had that happen too recently. I mean, um, and it happens a lot, but I, I don't always tell people because you know, here's the thing: when you when you develop your intuition, that doesn't mean you need to go forcing on your opinions for people. Because there's some people that are very intuitive that will just start giving you reading spot on, and I just think that's disrespectful, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> especially if they're wrong. But I had a dream about one of my girlfriends, and I haven't seen her in like probably ten, maybe eight to ten years. And she lives in D.C. And I dreamt that um, I went to go visit her. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? Pulled up to her house. And she came running out the door, ripping out. And she was just like, I'm out of here. And and got in the car and drove off. And her friends were there. And I was like, what, what, what? I'm here. I haven't seen you in something. Why are you leaving? Like, what happened? And I just felt this panic in her. So I said, you know what? Let me let me reach out to her. Cause something's going on over there. And I oh. sent some message on Facebook and said, hey, you know, hey, how's everything going? I just want to let you know I had this crazy dream that you were ripping out the house. You, you wanted to get the hell out. And she was like, girl, you don't even know what's going on. <laughs> and she has children. Her husband's driving her crazy. She literally wants to escape and panic. She's, I felt like I literally felt her panic all the way in D.C. So she ended up getting an um, intuitive session with me after that. <laughs> Why do you think you had that dream? It was, what's, the, what's the point? To, to kind of give her a clue. Because, you know, this is, this is how it works. When people are very intuitive, it's almost as if things are sent to them to help the person that is totally you're, blocked. You're a messenger. Yeah. So uh, Whoever the... 
Yeah, her spirit guide said, "Hey, we need to, we need to get a message out to her." So Simone is her friend. She'll she'll listen to her. She's not listening to us. Yeah, exactly. Her gut feeling. She's not listening to exactly. dreams. She needs to listen to her friend. So right after that, I ended up calling her. She ended up um, getting coaching with me, and then um, it helped her make some changes that she needed to make because she wasn't putting her foot down. You know what I mean? So, and a lot of us have dreams about other people and never tell the person, or we think it's just a dumb dream. No, so it depends. Like I said, it depends. Like if you if you see, oh, I thought you're gonna die. You like those type of dreams. You might not want to tell somebody, <laughs> but you yeah. might want to say, oh, you know, you know, how, how are you? Or check right. on the person at least. You know, because you never right. know what there's some connection. Because again, I hadn't seen her in years. I see her on Facebook, but I haven't seen her in, in physically in years. Number one, you're saying pay attention. To your dreams. dreams. Voices in your head. Voices in your head. Let me give you another one. Um, definitely your body, the feelings in your body. So there's a couple of things that um, I never even knew what they were back then. But um, you know you know what chakras are? Of course. Energy centers in your body, right? Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes your throat will tighten. And that's like, you know, communication. Um, or you'll feel, it feels like, oh, I got to tell somebody something. Or, or I'm scared to tell them, but I have to tell them. It's like a blockage. My heart, your heart will flutter or you'll feel, um, and this is not all bad. It could be good too. Like your heart flutters if you meet the, the demand of your dreams or whatever, you know. Or you're stressed. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Maybe you need to get a heart check. <laughs> yeah. But also, um, stomach is a real big one for me. Like, like I said earlier. So I feel like a queasy feeling. Um, one time I was supposed to sign a contract with someone and my stomach was just like, do not do it. It was like sucking me. And I, it was the best decision ever not to do it. It was like the best. So like following your, like anything in your body, like starting to pay attention to it. Cause the problem is we don't listen to it. We don't, we don't even think about it. We don't make the connection. So that's why I love doing exercises so that people, when, when people get something right, I said, well, what did you feel? Then they realize, oh, I, I heard the voice in my head or I felt my stomach or I felt whatever. Goosebumps is big for me. Whenever I get goosebumps, that's like spot on. That's like, that means like confirmation for me. Like so I, when you get goosebumps, Simone, that means confirmation of for what? For me. Um, so like, let's say I say something and then, or I feel something like, oh, you know, this is going to be a great day. And then I'll get goosebumps. I mean, that's like a corny, corny example, but. But it's validation. <laughs> yeah, validation. Thinking exactly. or feeling. Yeah. So let's go. So. And you can see it. So I love it because I can show my clients, look, I got goosebumps. Mm. <laughs> and it's, it's. It's usually like literally spot on. Sometimes when I get goosebumps, my head says, you're making that happen. Isn't that crazy? Your ego really wants to squash your intuition. Yeah. it's That's the connection with yourself that needs to be built up because the biggest thing with intuition too is learning to trust yourself because we do make, we think we're making it up. I mean, there's been for years in the very beginning of doing this, I've been doing this for 10 years. I always thought, oh, this is a fluke. This is not going to keep lasting. This is not, not, yeah, right. This is not going to, and every every time I do it, I'm like, how did I know that? Because you just did. Yeah. So for those who are listening who don't know what chakras are, they're, they're energy points. And like you were saying, we have seven of them. Um, what is it? Head. Crown, crown. Third eye. Third eye. Your throat chakra. Throat. Heart chakra. Heart. Your um, solar plexus is your, is your belly. Uh-huh. And your two inches below your belly button is your solar plexus. I mean, your um, sacral. That's your desires. Uh-huh. Um, and then your, your anus, actually, is, <laughs> is where your root chakra is. That's related to basic needs being met, being grounded. Sometimes when something grosses me out, like I have to give, um, I have to go to the doctor and get a shot or give blood or see something gross on television, mm-hmm. my root chakra, I don't want to say my butt, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like my Tightens tailbone. <laughs> no, it feels this tingly. I'm like, oh my God, this is disgusting. I'm going to throw up. It, hold on. Okay, this is a big thing. How do you know the difference between your gut feeling and your head? Because 
sometimes, I mean, Simone, you're gifted, or at least you're, you're honed in on it, and a lot of us are not. Mm-hmm. So how do we know, like, when you have to make a decision, sometimes I feel like, God, I don't know what I should do. My head, is is that my head or is that my gut? Right, right, right. So how, do, how can we tell the difference? That is a hard one. Because um, even people that are intuitive, we still get help from other people. Like, I don't, I, but we're just, I think, a little bit more in tune than, than the rest, you know what I mean? But um, usually what I like to do is I'm very big on, on kind of, journaling and kind of connecting with myself and really just kind of seeing what what does it feel like because if you don't if you don't make that connection on a daily basis then that's when you're going to be blocked but when mm. the more you connect with yourself like I, I like to i like to meditate and then journal because once you meditate you kind of open up the floodgates so to speak and then when you journal sometimes i look back at my journal and i'm like wow i wrote that wow that looks like some shakespeare stuff <laughs> Because sometimes it's not you. You're, you're literally like channeling information. But the mm. more you connect with that, then it just feels so right. You just like, you know, like it's, there's no second guessing. I mean, like even I'll use, you know, example of my book, my book idea. I never in a million years thought um, it would be the way what, 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 what's happening now. But I kept following my gut. I kept saying, no, I got successful. Gotta do, I got to do this. Yeah. Like I, the way I got my book deal, it's just because my gut told me, do go, go, go. You know, I kept feeling and, and to the point of, I write down, I'm a best-selling author. I have it on my wall. In my, my, in my, my, um, my um, bathroom on my wall, I have, um, everything's always working out for me. When you uh, have Louise that, Hay. You better believe it. I, I love, love her. her. Um, yeah. <laughs> everything is always so working out So you wrote, I'm a best-selling author before you were a best-selling author? Okay, so that's obviously with manifestation and... and uh, Focusing on it. But believing yeah. it. Because the thing is, you're right. You can have it, like you have this want... But then if you don't really believe it, then it's not, it's kind of like you're BSing yourself. Well, may I just say for those of you who are new to this, because that would be me too, um, <laughs> I think it's okay, and correct me if I'm wrong, Simone, to BS, because sometimes in the beginning, that's all we have. Right. You know, uh, Fake it uh, like you make it. Well, yeah. Like I, I, if I say, you know, I am Giselle Bunchen. well, let me just try to, um, I'm not going to grow. Um, I am, um, this hot tamale. I'm a sex, sexy, smart, confident woman, and mm-hmm. I don't always feel those things. Mm-hmm. I don't you think it's okay to write that and affirmation, and eventually maybe your mind will eventually, believe it. Eventually, yeah, that's why I said it. you have to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, of course, but you have to take action as well. Right now, here's the problem: a lot of people make these amazing goals, but then don't take the steps towards you know doing it. So I keep saying I'm a best-selling author, and I'm just sitting on my butt <laughs> chilling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And there's a lot of people I know that um will use writers as an example. They're best they're writers and they're amazing writers, but all they do is write. You gotta get out the house. You gotta connect. You gotta market yourself. There's a whole nother ball game too. Right. You know what I mean? So it's great to manif- uh, to focus on manifestation, but you have to take action as well. Well, it sounds like what you're talking about is be do have, be um especially that's that sounds the, familiar. Where's that from? Um I don't know, some guru told me this. I'm sure <laughs> I forget who it is, but instead of like like we think we have to do um, do be do be and then have. It's actually uh, be do have. So be the best selling gotcha. author. I love that. Do go out and market yourself and then, and then have you get the it. success or love whatever. It. I, I think that's. I think that's fun. Yeah. Um. Well, we're covering a lot of topics. Okay. So <laughs> y- your your biggest tip on. You're saying um, being able to hone in on your gut and know the difference between your gut and your head is to connect with yourself. And so ways to connect with yourself are, you said meditation, journaling, anything else? Any other? Um, well, definitely, like we mentioned earlier, just the whole dreams, like writing down your dreams and, okay. and connecting. And um, 
I think I, I said writing, but here's the thing. I love journaling, but just don't say journaling. Because sometimes people think journaling is just like having a, a bitch session and you're yeah. in on a piece or of paper. Or today I went to the grocery store. Yeah, this sucks. I'm like, you know, no, uh-huh. it's not just that. Um, I love, and this I got from um, one of my favorite books of all time. It's called Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting. And I soon, oh fa- my gosh, I I've soon heard that. found out that she was actually a big fan of Louise Hay. I mean, not Louise Hay, Esther. Esther Hicks. Yeah, and I had no idea. Who, who's author of that? Excuse me. Your um, her name is Lynn Grabhorn. Yes. And I literally give this to all of my clients as homework. I'm like, you better, better buy this book right now. <laughs> Excuse me. Your life, life is, is waiting. waiting. So one of the things she talks about is scripting. So writing about something as mm. if it's already happening right. or it right. happened. So that way. Did you have? Okay. You scripting. So you, you, look at me. Oh, here they go. Look. Ah, so, so Simone has goosebumps and that means what? That, <laughs> that means I'm right. I'm spot on. Okay. Listen up, people take notes. Scripting. <laughs> scripting. Be do have. Yeah. So write as if. As if it's already happening. And, um, my first book I ever wrote was, oof, I think, uh, 15 years ago. Um, and it was called Jack of All Trades, Master of None. And yes. It, and it was giving people tips. People think it was a, a, like saying it's a good thing to be. I wasn't saying it's a good thing. I'm saying to learn how to um, get all of your talents together and make it make sense so that you can actually make money from, from your talents versus doing 5,000 million things that are unrelated. Um, so having, a, you know, kind of having a passion, at all, um, several passions combining to do something that's going to help the world. So with that, I said before that book came out, self-published i wrote in my journal um oh my goodness there's a line barnes and nobles um um, my picture's up i can't believe it it's so exciting i wrote you know this whole amazing story and i literally was able to get myself into barnes and nobles in the bronx where i I grew up um and i had a full house i taught a workshop and they had my i still in my in my office right now a picture of me featured writer that says the barnes and nobles exactly what i what i wrote about so and you pictured it first, pictured and then it. you wrote it, and, then it and you felt it was going to happen. Yeah. And then it. I took the action you took to make the it action. happen. So I found out who has connections to Mars and Nobles. I had a friend, and she got me connected with the, with the person that did the events, and I made it happen. So it is really like just being really determined, but, you know, having that confidence in yourself is huge. And, and I, that's why I think a lot of people are lacking because we get up and go to work, and we're rushing out the door like a maniac, and we don't make that connection with ourselves to set the intention for the day to really just, you know, even pat ourselves on the back when we do something amazing. You know, I think a lot of us, a lot of us beat ourselves up a lot. So to really, like, review your life and give yourself a pat on the back and then keep focusing on what you want. So I hear you saying focus less on the doing yeah, I'm crack my neck too. Sorry. Focus less on the doing, more on the being, more on connecting with yourself, talking to yourself about the good that you're doing, mm-hmm. taking action, believing what you see, see something and believing that it, it's actually already happened. Exactly. But I don't know about focusing less on the doing. You still got to do. But. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. But maybe in the order that we were talking yeah, about. Be, exactly. do. Yeah. Feel it. Have, feel it. Feel be it. there already. Yeah. Because once you do that, then it's. Because people, I've had people right, right now tell me, um, oh, you know, you're a new author. I'm even, in my mind, I'm not new because I've been out, you know, mm-hmm. just, I'm new, new to published, them. you know, <laughs> right. a new published author. I was self-published before. Um, you know, it's, it's a hard, you know, chance that you won't be, I mean, um, New York Times bestseller right away. Mm. And I was like, that's okay. That's what y'all think. I'm going to be a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> yes. But in my head, I already see myself there and I, I'm focusing on it right now, so. That's one of my goals. Well, people say that about a lot of things. Right. People will say that about dating. You know, oh, it's so hard to find somebody these days in whatever, whatever city. Uh, It's hard to make ends meet. Uh, Traffic sucks. 
and those are the friends you hold at a distance. You yes. can love them from a distance, right? Because um, and I don't know if I got this from uh from um Esther, but I've I um this is one of my favorite hashtags: vibrational snob. So that means keep your vibration high and keep those people that that want to be negative all the time. You know, you can love them from a distance. You don't have to cut everybody off, but you know who's on that the same vibration as you and who's on yeah. a higher level, and that's who you want to hang around. I think sometimes I beat myself up. I'm like, I want to be Buddha. I want to be Jesus. I want to be Gandhi. I should be able to be in those that presence of somebody who's negative and nice. still, and I'm not there. I honey. mean, you know, at the end of the day, we're life coaches. Yes, you are going to get people that need you and want, and want your energy, and, and you got to help them. However, you have to learn how to like your immediate circle. That's your job, but your immediate right. circle of friends should not be all depressing, and you're you're coaching everybody. That should not right. be the circle. Heck to no, no. You know how right. they say you need to feed yourself you with know, like-minded people. Exactly. You know how they say uh, if you're the smartest one, one in your top five friends, that's a problem. Yes. The, <laughs> same thing I with energy. I want to be the dumbest, actually. Not even just smart, but even with energy. I think yeah. if all of your friends are, oh my God, I need help, my life sucks, then, you know, that's not good. That's true. <laughs> that's draining. Because it is, yeah. So just, just to review, I think this is important also to say, um, and, and tell me if you're thinking the same thing, too. It's also good to remember that our intuition is a feeling mainly, not a, cause we'll, we'll go in a, like even shopping, you know, I'll go in a store. I'm like, Ugh, I'm not feeling it. I don't know what, why I don't like this <laughs> surrounding, but I don't, mm-hmm. we don't need to know why. why. Is that Just correct? Follow it. Yes. I mean, simple example I use all the time is you'll be on the highway and your gut saying, you know, get off, get off, get off, get off, get off. You're like, why am I getting off? This is where I'm supposed to go. Find out on the radio, oh, 10 mile, 10 car pile up. Or you the may not exit. even find out on the radio. You may oh, not yeah. even know. Yeah, but why. you just know something was good. Or, so or you could have got off the exit and bumped into your new boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. Now you're talking. <laughs> I know you like that one. <laughs> I do like that one. Um, okay. So this has been so great. Oh, so to you. review, what is your best advice for life on trusting your gut in a nutshell? Oh, know thyself. That's know it. thyself. Know thyself. And like I said, a lot of the tools we, we spoke about help get to know yourself. And, and that's one of the things I noticed with coaching is that most people, at least a lot of my clients, they are focusing on everybody else. They want to help everybody else. You know, they're, a lot of mothers, they have jobs, their careers, but they don't take, you know, they don't look inward. So if you don't know who you are, you're, you're not, your connections that are, the messages are going to be coming in. Your spirit guides are sitting back twiddling their thumbs like, she ain't listening to us. <laughs> so you're, you're totally passing, letting life pass you by because you're missing out on amazing advice and messages. So to review, because you know, everybody listening, I always love to review because I need a lot of review <laughs> in case you're driving or running. Just want to go over some great wisdom nuggets we got from Simone on paying attention to our intuition. You said there are three main things we can do. Number one, listen to our dreams. You believe most of them are messages from our higher self or intuition. Write down your dreams immediately. Uh, number two, listen to the voice in your head. Don't judge it like I sometimes do. Just listen to it. <laughs> and number three, feel the feelings in your body, uh, mainly in the chakras you talked about. Your head may hurt, your throat, mm-hmm. tighten, heart, stomach. Um, and I guess the main message you're saying is trust yourself. 
Can I give you a couple of games for them? To yes, play? please okay. do. So give us some exercises. Some I'm fun exercises that I love to give out. That I teach in my class called Discovery Intuition. And in the class, people are always blown away. People that maybe never meditated a day in their life mm-hmm. are like, how did I know that? You know, literally after like a 15-minute exercise, like they're, they're like blown away. So some of the exercises I give them to do after, because the problem is you take these classes and then you're excited and hyped up. And then you don't do anything after the fact, right? Right. So you have to keep it, keep the practice going. So one of the things I tell people is um, before the phone rings, before you look at the call ID, guess who's calling? Mm. Before you turn on the radio, guess what song is going to come on? Um, before you look at your, your clock, see what ta- guess what time it's going to be? Some, something as simple as that, you know? Guessing. Guessing, Guessing right? The other thing is um, I have a friend right now. Um, she's a client, too, where she, after she took my course, um, her her game was before she got on the elevator at work. Guess how many how many people were on the, on the elevator and what colors they were going to have on. So she got on the elevator one day and um she pressed her floor and she pressed the number eight. And then um the guy next to her it was one guy on the elevator. And he said um how'd you know what floor I was was going to get off? And she said you told me. And he, and he he walked off backwards. He said no I didn't. <laughs> Wow. So she's so in tune now. She's just picking up all kinds of stuff. So did she make that happen or she she, she, she predicted up, Yeah, oh, she, she felt up, it. Yeah, she picked up his floor because she'd never seen him before in her life. Oh, my god. And he was gosh. like, how did you know her floor? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I have a couple that they get. Like, when I first started doing this, um, after I got a lot of training, my ex- I had friends that were, like, phenomenal. Like, one of the exercises we had to do, this is, like, higher level, was go to go to pe- each other's houses. And I'm like, oh, are we getting in the car? No. You're going to get write the person's address down. You're going to go to their house and tell me what you see. And I was like, get the hell out of here. We're not, this is not possible. This girl went through my entire house, knew which bedrooms. No way. I'm not kidding. And this is what I teach, too. Um, she knew the bath. one of the bathrooms had a pipe busted. It was something wrong with it. And I was like, how the hell did you get that good? This is amazing. And she goes, I practice every day. So I say, you know what? I'm going to practice every day. And can you do that, Simone? Did you know what my house looked like? No, I didn't try. Because you were like, I'm not interested. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, this is the thing. People think I'm doing readings all day long. I don't do <laughs> Like, if I need to, I'll do it. If it's not necessary. And even that, I teach that ethically. Because there's a lot of people that learn how to do this stuff. And you don't want, you want to use your powers for good, so to speak. Right. Not like so, spy on somebody. Yeah, it's unnecessary. So like, you're naked. No. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's not necessary. But... What I did, the exercise I did every day after I learned from that girl, I said, you know what? I want to be as good as her. Um, I would guess one of my girlfriends in New York, and I lived here, um, what she had on every day. And so it became a joke at her job. Like She would be like, I'm calling my friend. She's going to guess what I have on. And um, so I thought she was lying to me. In the beginning, I really thought, come on, I cannot be that accurate. Like, are you freaking kidding me? And she would put, hold the phone up and be like, what I got on? And they'd be like, oh, she has on striped, you know, striped purples and white and, and I'm like oh my god that's what I saw I'd see her hair up I'd see that she had dark boots like really specific but that must take a lot of practice because I would imagine your mind wants to make it up and your intuition wants to hone in on what she's really wearing well this is why the confirmation is so important because when you try to do it on your own if you have somebody that can tell you I really do have one white yeah. you know whatever this yeah is, this is shows you how long ago it was this is before we had the um the video on the phones, but she could she could have showed me, you know, what so I mean? like landlines. So, okay. but she had to have her coworker confirm. No, she's I not see. lying because I was like, she's just being nice. She's just trying to right. make me feel good, <laughs> and that made me. But that boosted my confidence and my belief in myself. So that mm. way, when I give advice, I don't freak out and think, oh, maybe I'm going to destroy their life. Oh, Let I me see what you mean. You're getting to know yourself. Yeah, so and I got to say, okay, this is not a fluke. Like I kept thinking it was going to just, you know, mm. be a fluke, and I'm just I'm just a good guesser. But it's really getting connected with yourself and as you as you practice you develop even more skills you, you, you know you get a little bit more confident um but i always tell people as far as like ethics you cannot 
take advantage of it. Or you can't go run up on people and tell them, oh, uh, I think this is what's going to happen in your life. Oh, you're, you're going to have a baby next year. Right. Like, don't do that. That's just, that just makes me skin crawl. <laughs> because it's not. It, you don't invite anybody. Yeah. And especially if you're wrong. Right. God forbid. You know, I've had people oh, come I'm up so to me and tell me stuff. And I'm like, you know, you're totally wrong. <laughs> oh, I see. And you didn't ask. Either, no, exactly. So it's unsolicited. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm a, or they know I'm intuitive. They want to like compete and like, oh, well, this is what I see. And I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Thank you for the advice. Yeah, you're yeah. wrong. We're, we're all human. <laughs> I was going to say that I've, I've, I've had good, I'm always good about predicting pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. Right. But I, you never know. I, I never want to say, Hey, I heard you yeah. or I felt you were pregnant, but I'm yeah, always, be careful. You better wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. So those are great games. So yeah. you're saying play some guessing games, start off with something simple like the phone. Mm-hmm. Guess who's calling when your mm-hmm. phone is ringing before you look at the phone. Guess, uh, the elevator thing when you go in and you have another idea. One more most popular one that I do in my classes. This is the, one of the first exercises I do is I give, we put two people back to back. I have them breathe, meditate for like, it's not even like maybe 20 deep breaths in through their nose, out through their mouth. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I think this was intuitively sent to me, like to make them sit back to back because their like, energies are kind of like combining. Mm-hmm. One has a magazine. The other one doesn't. And then and then I say, OK, tell the person when you're ready. And then the other person will say, oh, I see red. I see a, a, a dog. Or they'll just start telling people what they see. And the person um, is guiding them saying, oh, no, it's not a dog, but it, there is red. You know, and, and it's kind of helping them. And mm. this is amazing. Like every I promise you, every time I've done this, I've been doing this since 2011, this course. Everybody's like, how the hell did I know that? You know, like they're so specific. Like, they, how did they know that? Because they 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 trust it. Because here's the thing: when you have teachers or people that trust in you or guide you, and you, then you you feel like, okay, I'm not as crazy as I think. Because you, you're seeing visions and you're picking up right. stuff, but you think you're crazy. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> but if you have somebody guiding, yeah, you're right. Keep going. You know what I mean? <laughs> we think we're crazy because in our society we're taught we're to follow told, our head, exactly, mm-hmm. and not our, our instincts. And think about it: we are. We're animals at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> so we have instincts and we think in the past, that's what we followed. You know, we knew uh, we have to leave this town because something's going to happen or we knew where the water was or where the food is. But we, we're told now not to do that, not to follow it. Or better yet, religion tells us it's evil or it's bad or only certain mm-hmm. people are assigned that power. But we all have it. And I've seen it time and time again teaching this class. I'm blown away every single time. People that even can tell what their specialty is because I've had classes where one of the exercises, this is more high level, but one of the exercises is I have um, a client in Alabama or something. I'll just say Atlanta. And all the girls, I'll give them the name. I'll give them the age and the city. And I say, okay, write down what you pick up about this person. I promise you, when I did this one time in Dallas, I was blown away. One girl saw the nail polish color. Like, she was so visual. Like she, That was her talent. She was like, oh, she has yellow nail polish. She has on red jogging pants. And we, I didn't know what the girl had on. We end up Are you her. serious? I'm She's yelling at polish serious. and red jumpsuit. It gets better. Another girl was like, ooh, something smells. It smells. I don't know. I smell something really bad. And um, she's really sad. I don't know what's going on. So we called the girl. She just changed her daughter's diaper. Hello. And um, one of her friend's child um, just died in a car accident. So she was sad. Oh, the, my gosh. Um, it was like so specific. And it just showed how everybody had different skill sets. Because one girl was feeling. Mm-hmm. Another girl smelt. Another girl saw. You know, so everybody could start to see what their talents are. And again, it develops as you go. But well, did you ever have any students who were like, I got nothing? <laughs> um, it's very rare, mm-hmm. but usually I pull it out of them because it's, it's fear because a lot of them are, oh. are freaking out. Yeah. And I've had, I have a lot of clients that have, especially with, depending on how you were raised. Like I have one girl that was raised, um, 
um, Jehovah Witness, mm-hmm. and she was always told that that was bad and it was mm-hmm. evil. And <laughs> and now she's like one of my top students because now she's not afraid anymore. You know, because everything that's intuitive isn't all ghost and blood and mm-hmm. <laughs> gore. It's it's actually really helping people. Before we let you go, we're gonna do Lynn's Fab Five, where I get to ask you five random questions. Are you ready, Simone? Okay. okay. Well, uh, was this podcast what you were expecting? really but yes because i know you're fun so i thought i'd have a good time so <laughs> you didn't think we were going to talk about poop no and it was still fun what is your absolute favorite song oh wow that's a really hard one um whoa god one song that's so tough just one simone um what do i play all, all the time on my um my podcast um I mean, on my um god how much time do i have anthony hamilton um no 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 um, I have another one. It's I think I love you by Duale. The last time you didn't trust your gut. Uh in a relationship dating somebody. I think that's common. Uh dessert or appetizer? Appetizer. Your go to when you feel down in the dumps. Hot chocolate from Starbucks. Mm, baby. <laughs> Add some cream. Thank you so much, Simone. If you want to get in contact with Simone Kelly, she's everywhere. She's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and you can find her at Own Your Power. That's her handle for all the social media. You can also find her at her website, ownyourpowerlifestyle.com, and check out her fabulous new published book called Like a Fly in the Wall. But if you want to work with her directly, just go to her website, ownyourpowerlifestyle.com, and you can email her at Simone, S-I-M-O-N-E at ownyourpower.biz. Simone at ownyourpower.biz. And if you happen to have a pen or a great memory, you can also call her toll-free, 877-545-7352, 877-545-7352. A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on adviceforlifewithlynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.